Hello, world of hopefully Glee fans. <laughs> And other fans as well. This is Emily and Erica. Or we should have actually started with Ahoy Ahoy. Or Who This Be. Or Welcome to our first Glee cast. Okay, we could do that. Um, so we like Glee. And clearly have a lot of friends who are bloggers and podcasters. So we decided to join everyone. Because um, I think everybody except for maybe... One of my cats has a podcast now, so I figured it was time that I should have one, too. Actually, I'm pretty sure Joplin has a podcast now. She does. And I now, heard yeah. it the other day. I know. And now Mookie started one, too, so there's competition. Yeah. It's a problem. Um, but, yeah, we just started to feel not cool for not having a podcast. So, but we are like, everybody has a movie podcast. We're going to do a TV podcast. A TV podcast. Not just a TV podcast, because there are TV podcasts out there, too. There are. We're going to do a Glee cast. Because you know what? There aren't very many of those that are good. We were actually able to get the, the actual name Glee cast with a K, right? Okay. G-L-E-E-K-A-S-T, which I was really surprised that was available. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, people just aren't clever as us, I suppose. Well, because I was like trying to think outside the box, and I remember I was really excited when I thought of a name for our Glee cast. I said it should be Don't Stop, Be Gleein. <laughs> and I'm like, because nobody's going to think of that one. And then I was trying to think of other clever puns on Glee, and then, sure enough, we found that the most obvious one was available to yeah. us. So we took that one. Um, so I guess we should start with kind of introducing our connection to Glee, perhaps. Uh, Erica, have you watched it from the beginning? I have watched it from the beginning, from way back over... Like, Two years ago now. Yeah, right? when, um, when they played the first episode after American Idol. I watched that one, and I was like, oh, my God, I need more Glee. When is it coming on? I need it in my life now. And then it came on. And then it came on, and I was addicted. And, and the, the first part of the season was just great because every episode just got better than the last one. And now I love it, as I'm sure everybody knows. Yeah, I haven't revisited those early episodes, but I'm actually really curious to see how they hold up. I rewatched them all recently. and They get better as they go yeah. along. Because the, what is it, the, is it the second or third one is Acafellas? The, I've. Mm, the the second boy one. band one. I think the second one is Acapellas. And I, I like a lot of... I really I like the musical moments in that episode, but that yeah. episode, I think, is such a mess for other reasons. But Josh Groban loves the lousy alcoholic. Oh, my God. I forgot Josh Groban <laughs> is in that. Yeah, that kind of makes it wonderful. It but, the, I mean, he doesn't sing, which kind of... Yeah. I, I feel like it's... One thing that that's, is going to be a problem with Glee is that whenever you get a guest star that you know can sing and dance, because even I think Victor Garber was in that episode, and yeah, I believe he, he can sing and dance, and he doesn't. And it's just always like that, you know, come on, come on, give it to me, give it to me, <laughs> and then they don't. Um, like, I can't believe we've so far gone 60 minutes without hearing Adina Menzel sing. Okay, that's getting ahead of ourselves, though. We are. Back up. Okay, so uh, what, what do you love about Glee? Why are you connected? I just love the show. I think it's smart and funny and a lot of fun, and I, I just love it. Yeah. Why do you love Glee? Um, it's kind of like, in, in a lot of ways, it's wish fulfillment, because... I cannot sing very well. I mean, Nor I physically can. can. It's just painful <laughs> for people to listen to. But I am I am a huge Broadway and musical theater fan and um, spent many a high school afternoon and college afternoon and post-grad afternoon uh, with friends in a backyard singing Broadway show tunes and filming ourselves. Just a hobby. Just saying. Putting it out there. I've um, seen it. It's, it's committed to videotape. It's pretty great. It, it is. It's, it's painful. And if I ever run for office, it will get me elected, quite <laughs> frankly. 
Uh, but I, I too, I love the musical moments. And what I love about it is that it's been able to not just be great with music, but that has is very clever and very witty. And I think uh, one of the questions I wanted to start with was, do you think Glee is a actually a happy show or a sad show? Um, I don't think it's a sad show by any means. I think it has sad moments. I think it has comedic moments. See, what, I, what I've, something I've been liking about it more and more is that I think it's a much darker show than it's kind of played off to be. Because almost every moment of joy is kind of immediately followed by something yeah. much, much darker or more real, even though it's kind of this fantasy, it's a musical show. But you take, I think the perfect examples is the half-series finale of sectionals, where they, it doesn't end with them just performing. They perform, and they're magnificent, and you're standing up, and you're cheering, and you're not raining on a parade. <laughs> and then cut to the immediate next scene is the judges, and it's three of the most unqualified, grouchy yeah. people you've ever met who have no real opinion and no investment in what we just saw. And it's kind of that mix of like, total Highs happy and fantasy. Lows. Yeah, yeah. Which, Peaks and valleys. I guess that's, you know, high notes and low notes, if you will, if you will. Um, and now the next thing we wanted to, as we introduce what we... Ourselves. Uh, ourselves. Um, our gleedom. Okay. So which now character would you say you fit the most, you identify with? Oh, I didn't prepare for this one. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's <laughs> go back to the Facebook quiz. I don't know if you remember this. You know how those Facebook quizzes for like... What serial killer are you and what type of cleaning solution would you be? All those things. There's one, of course, for which Glee character are you? Of course. Uh, do you remember? We, t- we both took this months ago. I believe I got Kurt. I Why did you get Kurt? Because you defy I, gravity? Yes, I do. I defy gravity all the time. It's you also wear fabulous scarves like Kurt. <laughs> His scarf in this episode <laughs> was, was fabulous. Um I don't, I honestly, I, this, is, this makes for an awful Glee cast. I don't remember why I got Kurt. Okay. Do you remember who I got? I know who Emily got. Emily got Sue Sylvester. I got Sue Sylvester. Because <laughs> now Emily's absurdly competitive. Ah, absurdly? <laughs> is there? Is there an? The, well, you know what's weird though. I realize. I think I after that, which I, you know, I wasn't upset by getting Sue. Um, it, it made me. I think I've started to identify more with her because I realized in this past episode as I was watching it, Will's hair was terrible. <laughs> It, it, I, I don't know if maybe it, it got more um, product-y or less curly or something, but every time she made a joke about his hair being filled with toxins, I could not have agreed more. Well, all right. Since we started talking about the episode, then let's let's recap this episode and start talking about it. We can Does do that. that. Okay. All this right. was the, um, I don't know what they're actually calling Hello. this part of the season, but yes. yeah, it was 1.2 maybe. I, yeah, I guess. 1.2.1. Episode 14 or, or 13. I don't know how many there were last, last time around. Um, but anyway, I have, I have a synopsis here, a recap of the episode that I will now read. I will let her read it. Um, the clique, first, the Glee kids are certain that their victory at sectionals will lead to newfound popularity, but they just get more slushy facials. And then Will reminds them that they'll have to face vocal adrenaline at regionals, and if they don't place, Glee is over. Dun, dun, dun. Nothing new um, So he thinks they need a new beginning, which leads to a lot of songs with the word hello in the title. 
Rachel is now dating Finn, but he's still kind of hung up on Quinn. Sue, who is back because she slipped Figgins a roofie. <laughs> Which was <laughs> fabulous, by the way. Put him in a compromising position, took a picture and blackmailed him. Um, she decides to take advantage of Rachel's fra- fragile ego by getting Santana and Britt to steal Finn away from Rachel with the hopes that this will lead her to humiliate, humiliation and uh, resign from, from New Directions. Um, obviously, Santana and Brittany don't really need to be there because we have Jonathan Groff, we a.k.a. Jesse, Jesse James, 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 who meets um, our darling Rachel, and they kind of fall in love. And then, of course, um, Finn gets concerned with their love because he thinks that Jesse is spying on them for vocal adrenaline. So he tells everyone, and Mercedes and Kurt and Artie have this wonderful little confrontation where they try to tell Rachel that they will kick her out of Glee Club if she continues to date Jesse. Because um, he's using her, yes. according to Kurt. According to Kurt. And probably playing her, according, according to, to He's Kurt. playing her like a I don't fine violin. He's playing you, but he's playing but you. But he's playing you. He's playing her um, like, like a pair of bongos in a music library. Yes. That just appear magically when you sing with a when handsome boy. When you sing boy. at a piano in, yeah, in a, in a music store. Um, so obviously... The only thing for Rachel to do is to lie and tell them that she broke up with them when she did not. It's a big lie. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Um, And then there's all the adult relationship drama. Will and Emma are tentatively exploring their new status, but there are complications, obviously. Um, Emma's a virgin. There was no real surprise there. There, there, I never thought about it until that scene. I mean, she told, well, she told the story about how she was so young when she fell in and and started having her messy problems that I felt like it was kind of implied at that point. Because she couldn't, she wouldn't even let people touch her. Like even Will, she had a problem with him touching her. I'm I'm trying to remember because maybe I'm forgetting something. I understood that she is just that way, that she is obsessive compulsive or whatever the actual diagnosis is. She said it was because she went. She went to the farm with her family. She wanted to be a farmer. And then her brother pushed her in the runoff. Oh. And ever since then, that's when she has... That's when the problems began. Because I knew she had another kid. With she messes. Used to, with the messes. Because she used to clean her father's car with a with toothbrush. With a toothbrush. Yes. yes. That's all in the same episode. That's the one where Will takes a job as a janitor. The night janitor. Ah, this is during the Terry days. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking of Terry... Oh, we should actually just add first that this is going to be an explicit show. <laughs> we make cuss. Um... I don't see how I cannot refer to Carrie as ter- Carrie, Terry, Terry. Uh, see, this is why, because I realize it's really hard for me to talk about her without <laughs> calling her a cunt faced biatch. She's an awful, awful person. And she continues to be an awful person in she this does. episode because she confronts Emma when she goes to pick up her Jerry Brockheimer. Uh, that is the best character <laughs> touch so ever, is the fact that, <laughs> you know, you have a character, you don't really like her. Right, how do you, how else can you, like, further make her this kind she of unlikable loves- woman? Jerry Brockheimer. She loves her Brockheimer. America, <laughs> um, fuck yeah. Yeah, so she tells Emma that the song that Will picked as uh, Emma and Will's song, Hello, right? That was a song. Hello. Hello. Um, it was also their junior prom song. So she tries to get her to believe that, you know, Who remembers their junior prom song, by the way? Oh, I don't know. And that was weird that it was junior prom. Because I think Terry just said prom, but then when Will opened it, he was like, oh, the junior prom. That was so much fun. And like, why would you remember your junior prom song? I guess that's when Terry and Will got together. Because she was 15. Are you a junior when you're 15? 
Uh, 15, you're usually... Sophomore. 16 as a sophomore. Well, so, maybe, junior, you're 16 going on Maybe 17. Will was a junior. Maybe he's older than her. Possible. I don't know. Um, so, anyway, Emma decides that Will has spent his entire adult life in a relationship, and they need he needs to he needs to decide who he is, which, oddly enough, is what Will told Finn. He needs to figure out who he is before he can be in a relationship. Isn't that ironic? Dun, dun, don't dun. you think? Um, but... Will goes and meets the vocal adrenaline director. Edina. Edina Menzel. I don't remember her character name. I don't either because I only refer to her as Edina. I pretend we're on first name basis because I saw her on Broadway once. So (laughs) I'm sure she'd recognize me. And they clearly meet and make out after like 10 minutes. Well, she apparently has a thing for making out with choral directors. Especially the gay ones. Especially the gay ones. And I mean, Will Will gives off the vibe. (laughs) Who knows? Um... But yeah, it's super sad. Um, so she totally comes on to him. And then there's the kind of that moment where she's watching Jesse and Rachel make out. Creepy. I feel like it might have been, you know, her pushing Jesse. No, yeah, to do we it don't know that her, yet. You know, like she was sort of planning to, because she knew who Will was, obviously. How could you not know who he well, is? Well, she even says, yeah. I lied. I knew who you I were. I knew who you were. Um, so yeah, that kind of makes me think that she's behind the whole Jesse Rachel thing and behind the whole making out with Will thing. Mm hmm. And I don't, I like her. I don't want her to be evil. I don't want her to be evil. I want her, I, I don't want her to be the Sue Sylvester of Vocal the Adrenaline. Club. Yeah. I, I want her to, but I don't, I also don't want her, my biggest fear on Glee, my biggest fear on any show is always that it ends up doing exactly what you think it's going to do. And uh, I worry that it's the romance we're going to expect is, yes, he's using her, he's using her, oh, but he falls in love with her, and it changes at the end. And I really think Lee is better than that. I think they, maybe they're going to start that direction, but that they're not going to go that direction. That's my hope for it. I, I like the idea of Glee never quite being the show you think it's going to be. Like with the, the Emma Will romance in general. You know, obviously, when you end your first half-season finale on, like, the character kiss kiss that everybody is rooting for and you want it, where do you go from there? You expect them to be together. And then you break them up. Which is so sad. It is, but that was by far my favorite aspect of of the show this week, I think, was... um, if we're if we're talking about again we're we had a we had an outline for this show but <laughs> perhaps we will cut ahead to uh, my favorite part of the show the, the of this episode of this episode what I think really drove it well there's there's two things the the big thing for me was Emma in this episode because mm-hmm. I think Jamie Mays has been coming along really well I think she's making Emma a much more interesting and and layered character than she may have been presented in the beginning. And all of her scenes were really touching and bittersweet. Yes, I'd agree. Yeah. The um, the breakup with the line that really made me sad was, can you close the door so that I can cry now? But I feel so bad for her that she sits in like an aquarium in that school. I noticed that too. <laughs> why, the window, why is it all windows? Yeah. Like, that poor guidance counselor. Like, like, well, poor guidance counselor, but poor kids that are going to the guidance yeah. counselor. Because isn't the idea of your guidance in. counselor... I mean, like private, right? And my guidance counselor was like the DJ who had the earring back in high school. (laughs) So like he was the one that you were supposed to go to with your problems, but nobody ever did. But I think the idea is that like you go to this woman, 
you can tell her that you're the pregnant cheerleader or that you have you're a faking a stutter or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of hard to do that when you are surrounded by glass. And everybody can see you as they walk by. They can. Yes. It's kind of upsetting. I'd agree. Now, what was, uh, did you have a favorite aspect to the show this week? Um, I have a favorite line for sure. What was your favorite line? I love when Will asked the class how, um, how they answer the phone. <laughs> and Kurt chimes in with, no, she's dead. This is her son. <laughs> I just about died. It was, I love Kurt. I really do. I think he's he's great and he needs more storylines because I, I think agree. his from his storylines from the last from the first part of the season were some of my favorites. Yeah, we were talking earlier about our, our favorite moments of the show thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, like if we're talking about songs, my favorite song was probably "Defying Gravity." A because I love it's my go-to shower song, <laughs> uh, but I think I, I love when Glee takes a song that you know. And interprets it in a different way. Which leads into my favorite song from the first half of the show, which was um, Artie's Dancing With Myself, which I still play on my iPod all the time. It's just, it's such a great reimagining of the song. And, and it's such a wonderful moment. And, and it's a like bittersweet moment. Very much. He, you can, you know, he's happy to sing by himself, but it's so sad that he's singing by yeah. himself. And both musically and character-wise, it works. Yeah. It's because as a, as a song, it's if I played that for somebody who doesn't watch Glee, I they think they would know yeah. it was from Glee. Yeah, they would just say, "Oh, this is a really nice cover of it." Yeah, and if you know what's happening in the song, it makes you kind of tear up, break your heart a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, that that's also my favorite episode by far. Yes, Wheels is Wheels is I, the best. That episode. is the because that also also the episode with Defying Gravity. Yes, and where and I just love all of Kurt's moments with his dad, oh, Michael Malley. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see him come on sh- screen, I just want him to go, um, let's go to Mo with the Woodward. Mo? Okay, from Guts. <laughs> from Nickelodeon Guts. He was, whoa, 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 whoa. Michael Malley. He was the host yeah, of Guts. Nickelodeon Guts. Yes. How, I did not know that. How did you not know that? I don't know. Yeah. I knew people always said his name because he was on some other show that people watch and talk about. Um... I thought I was so smart by opening up the IMDb page, and I'm sure I will never find it. Um, yeah, I'm not going to find it. He's famous from some other sh- show that people watch and like. I didn't know he was on Guts. That's amazing. Um, that is like the third thing that has totally made my day. Uh, my The other favorite thing I had on the show, and we'll, we'll talk about the songs in a minute because I'd, I'd like to always go through the songs for each Glee episode. Yep. But um, my other like mini MVP, who has become my new crush of the show, <laughs> uh I suppose his name, according to IMDb, is Mike Chang. I previously <laughs> yeah. referred to him, like Sue Sylvester, as the Asian guy, because that's what she called him. Um, but he, one of those guys who's always in the background, who so far hasn't done anything, much like Brittany was in the first few episodes. Brittany was always I just kind of there. love Brittany. And Mike Chang danced like nothing, Dan- on, nothing else. And apparently, um, I, was, I did pull up his uh, IMDb. His name is... Harry Shum Jr. That's not the best name I've ever heard, but he is apparently big in the Step Up movies. Oh, he was in both Step Up colon to the streets. Well, perhaps we Step Up watch to them. the streets, I think, um, and Step Up 3D, which is coming in 2010 post production, nice. baby. <laughs> 
guess we're going to have to go see that. Um, his character name is Cable, if anybody's a Step Up fan and would like to tell us if he's amazing in that movie. <laughs> You can email us at GleeCast with a K at gmail.com. G-L-E-E-K-A-S-T at gmail.com. Yeah, just pretend we're German and we spell things Glee with K. Cast. Cast. <laughs> um, okay, so do we want to talk about the songs Let's in this talk episode? about the songs, yeah. Um, so the first song was Finn singing Hello by the Doors mm-hmm. because their assignment was to sing songs with Hello in the title. It was. Um, I... Finn's not my favorite character, so I don't always love when he sings. I, I mean, I like this song. It's a Doors song. I've heard it a million times. He sang it the same way it's, it's always been sung. He did. I like, uh, I like again, as a character song, I liked it. Because you yeah. could see him changing during the song. And I think in most musical theater, with the exception of Spring Awakening, actually, ironically enough, <laughs> which kind of has some play in this since both Leah yes, Michelle and, and John Jonathan Graff were in it. Uh, Spring Awakening is one of the only musicals where the songs do not further the plot at all. The songs are just kind of there as like a parenthesis. Mm-hmm. In um, most musicals, a song you have to get from A to B. There has to be a reason for singing yeah. the song, or it's got to be to show something in the character. And I thought with that song, I agree. Finn is not my favorite, but uh, no, I agree that it is very true to his character. Right, right? and you could see him going. You can see him flirting with the girls a little, having a little more fun. Uh, I'm not crazy about the um, the songs where they sing just in the sort of chorus room. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the sort of extras interaction, like just the background, everybody feels really forced. Uh, sometimes it works. I think in this case, some of the characters worked. Yeah, um, see, I think it worked here because I, I love Kurt's reaction to Finn singing. That's true. That was <laughs> He's true. like fanning, He's himself fanning himself and all turned on. Yeah. And, like, you know who I realized Finn reminds me so much of? The actor who I really, really hate. Um, the, uh, the oh, oh, is it Chris Klein? The guy oh. from American Pie. Oh, why'd you do that to me? I'm sorry. Emily. Here's the thing. He's, but this, maybe this will make us like him more. Because Chris <laughs> Klein was the guy in American Pie. And, he um, was Finn, exactly. He was the, he was he the, was, exactly. He was the guy who goes in Glee Club. And he was in Election, which is one of my favorite movies. Although election. Chris Klein is just, if you've, the, uh, a fun reading assignment is see if you can find an interview Chris Klein gave for Elle magazine a couple years ago. Uh, where, like, yeah, most of these interviews are usually, like, it's, like, a really fluffy interview with a dream boat, and he just talks <laughs> about what he likes in a woman, and it's always supposed to be personality, and his entire interview is how he hates fat chicks. <laughs> it's really fabulous, and you should find it, but I like Finn as, like, the Alta Chris Klein, if you will. The sideways Chris Klein, <laughs> if we're going by the Lost Universe terminology. Um, so that was the first song. The next song was Hope It Gives You Hell, sang by Rachel. In a bit of a cheat, you know, yes, yes. hello is not in She was concentrating words. on the first part of the song. The first part of the song. Or, or, or the word, scared. rather, not the song. Uh, how did um, you feel about this song? I happen to really like this song. Who when sings it, it originally? Uh, I forget. I'll look it up. Um... I can't talk and look at the computer at the same time. <laughs> this book. Sorry, guys. I can't multitask yet. Um, I'll, I'll look it up when, when you're talking. But I... I, when the song came out, I absolutely loved it. Like, it was just a guilty pleasure radio song because I think it's just a lot of fun, and I think she sang it very well. And mm-hmm. I like that the entire um, the entire Glee Club joined in and sang it with her. Except Mr. Schuster was really pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, he was annoyed about it. Well, she didn't stick to the assignment. He just hates Rachel so much, though. I don't think he, he hates does. Rachel. He's so mean I to her. I think he expects more from her. He does, but, I mean, it goes back to, it was 
towards the end of last season, I or last half season, it's going to be annoying to keep referring to, uh, where she even says to him, like, why don't you like me? And it's true. He is, you're right. He should be hard on her because nobody in her life probably ever has. But I still think he's mean to her. It's an all-American rejects that sing. Okay. Gives you hell. Um, I, yeah, I, I thought this was fun. Again, I liked it because of Mike Chang dancing. Yeah, and adorable. I, one thing I wrote down was that I can't wait for the Asian and the other jock to get their own storylines. Which yeah. I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I think it would be That's great right, if it did. There's one more. Who do we not know anything about in Glee Club? The other guy who dances. The other guy who dances who Who's I know. also a jock. When, You're right, right. Like, when Puck joined, Puck walked in with with, with two guys and yeah. the other guy who I don't know his name. I don't know his name either. See, we're not racist. We we know the Asian guy's name. We don't know the other white guy's name. I don't think he's white. Oh, damn it. <laughs> we're racist. Shit. <laughs> All right. Um, next song was, um, is this the Vocal Adrenaline song? Uh, yep. Is next? The, was um, it a little bit of ACDC? No, I think that's no, that's not till later. That's not till later. That's not till later. Okay. Oh no. Which <laughs> next, next? Next is Rachel and Jesse singing "Hello" by Daniel ah. Richie. Um, and as soon as I heard Will's assignment, I was like, "Yes, it's gotta be hello. Line it's gotta be. Yes. Yeah. So this um, this was nice. It, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was simple. I I loved the fact again that there is a cellist in the music store, always ready to pitch in. <laughs> Everyone's always ready. Everyone's ready in Glee. That's wonderful. Uh, I think the two of them. Now I, I saw them together in Spring Awakening. It's a little I weird. Did, also. did you also see them? I saw it such a long time ago. I don't remember it that much, but I did. I did see the both of them in it. Okay. If anybody's seen Spring Awakening, the way they did it on Broadway, um, I was. I was lucky, and I got to. I had a friend who knew a friend, and you know how they have like audience members sitting on stage. You got to sit on stage. I got to sit on stage, so I saw Jonathan Graff's ass crack, <laughs> and I saw it on top of Leah Michelle. So I'm expecting greatness here, but I think they do have very much a good chemistry, and I like that Rachel and Finn wouldn't really work. They can only work so much because they are not matched. I, I like uh, Rachel having this sort of competition and uh, you know i like where that could go i see better duets than i would with rachel and finn mm, i agree with that um i don't entirely like how they presented jesse st james because i feel like at first i mean first of all his name is jesse st james like i feel like that's such a like i felt like they were going see? to make another gay character like oh. when he first appeared, and Ooh. I don't know if it's the, if that's just the way he acted it, but his name and then his Streisand comment to Rachel, like, "Oh, I saw you at I saw you at re- at sectionals. Is it sectionals or regionals? Uh, sectionals. sectionals. I saw regionals. you at sectionals, and you didn't have the emotional feel that that. Streisand but you're talented. Had, blah, blah blah. But you're talented. I really felt like they were setting up another gay character, Ooh. and it mm. kind of confused me a little bit. And I just think those were a couple of poor choices. Like it, it turned me off a little bit to their romance. Okay, I see. I I didn't uh, I didn't get the gay vibe. I, I that could be an interesting place to go there. I mean, it, especially if the whole aspect of Adina really then it makes it, it that actually like, makes I it think, much better because it makes it less creepy, as opposed to like her <laughs> being okay, gay kid, just you know take this girl on a ride and break her heart, as opposed to like okay, heterosexual boy who probably has a crush yeah. on me. Like, or probably has a relationship with me. We've we've seen student teacher relationships. No, that was the other place I was going to go with it. Is I think either either she put him up to it, 
or she's jealous. Like that stare oh, was one of two dear. things. It was either Dina. jealousy or it was Dina mastermind. Has digs. What does she need? Some <laughs> young, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, that that was off track. But. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's. It, it will. We'll see how it plays out. Obviously, it was left very ambiguous. Yeah. I think my initial instinct was, oh, she's totally setting this up. He's totally doing this for her. But that that was my instinct the first time I watched it. And then mm-hmm. I watched it a second time and I was like, she looks a little jealous. Yeah. I was like, maybe that's what she's, mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the next song so, was Vocal Adrenaline, I suppose. Yes, right? it was uh, Vocal Adrenaline singing Highway to Hell. Which no, we've seen Vocal I Adrenaline vocal in action adrenaline. before. I love to see them perform. They are amazing I, they to watch. They did a great job. Um, they have good smiles that can cure cancer, yes. uh, and they have to wear sunscreen on stage. Because I thought their that lights was are so bright. They are so bright, uh, I, and I like that it kind of called back where earlier in the episode, the principal tells uh, Will that the main reason they have to make regionals is because uh, those the lights are expensive. Bill is up by two percent. The electric bill is up by two percent, and those electricity is not powered by dreams. Yes, yes. Switch, and then you have vocal adrenaline. Who you know gravy for them it is it is it's like a juxtaposition it is it's very bring it on too if you think of it yeah well and, and sue even said you, you better bring it basically and it's i already really brought really wanted will to say it's already been brought but he didn't oh. know, which was kind of sad fan fiction um there was one more song was there not oh yeah which was at the end mm-hmm. and it was um hello goodbye yes don't know why you say hello i say goodbye or the other way <laughs> don't know why I say hello I'm going you're coming yeah, it has to work that way because it has to go the other way because it's Finn kind of singing it to Rachel mm-hmm. because Rachel won't take him back which now I I liked that breakup again as I said I think it was it was a very interesting uh, this is getting I off was, of the, I was confused as to when they started dating okay that was the now I, I my first instinct was the same thing I laughed and I think I wrote there somewhere too when um uh, Rachel, it was the rock, rocket speed, warp speed relationship. Because yeah. she says, move on, I already have. And it's as if she's fallen in love, which she, I think, even says, like, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. And it's been, my understanding is usually Glee is about a week span. It seemed like a week. And I guess I can forgive it because of a line Emma has earlier where yeah. she kind of says, like, we're acting, like, we're acting like high schoolers. We're being yeah. so fickle. Actually, I think I might Because that. I think when, when you're in high school, every, every day is the same until something happens, and then all of a sudden it is the biggest day of your life. Mm-hmm. And then if that, you know, if you're in a, like, when you think back to your relationships in high school and middle school, you had a boyfriend for three days, and it was the biggest yeah. day in your life, and then and it was then over, over, and, and you were devastated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so I, I, was, I was okay with that. Even though it was a little yeah. silly... I was okay with it. Once I thought about it, and, and Emma's line sort of clarified it. Emma's line was, I think sometimes we spend so much time with these kids, we end up acting like them. Yeah. Which is, I I think, yeah, high schoolers are very fickle, and they change their minds all the time, so it, it really didn't bother me. And it was, um, uh, and I, one thing I'll say for Jesse St. James, whose big pickup line was, I'm going to the University of California in Los Angeles. <laughs> It's in Los Angeles. <laughs> it was a far better pickup line than what Will said to Emma, which was when he tells her to come cook. Uh, and he says, uh, she's like, I didn't know you could cook. And he says, there are so many things you don't know about me. I can't wait to introduce them to you. <laughs> to 
me, that was the equivalent of Star Wars Attack of the Clones when... I like sand. It's dry, <laughs> it's coarse, and it gets everywhere. I mean, I hate sand. I hate sand. Your everything is soft and smooth. Mm. It was just a really terrible, awkward... Like At that point, I did not want Will and Emma but to get together. But that also, that sort of harkens back to what Emma's saying about Will and how Will has been in a relationship his entire adult life and he never really advanced past being a 16-year-old and picking up a girl. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... it's. It, I think it works. It's still that same awkward thing. It shows that his character is still stuck in high school. Something, And it's something I realized I really liked about this episode was Will is a... Tr- I, and a lot of people I know don't like Will. They think he's he doesn't quite have... He's just not as interesting as what's going on around him. I really love the idea of him being just as flawed and kind of damaged as everybody around him. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted him to be a jerk. I wanted him to, when he was making out with Adina, your instinct is like, oh, Will. But I was like, no, this is good. Give him some flaws. <laughs> give him some, you know, throw but some mud on him. I re- make him I interesting. Don't, I don't mind if he has flaws, but I don't want him to have flaws at the cost of Emma. Just because Emma's so sweet. I love Emma. So that, and again, that was my favorite thing about Emma was how she says, I think twice in this episode, I know I have I have problems. You don't mm-hmm. have to deal with my problems yet. And I like that as much as she's kind of in a caricature and like her little perfect suits and her perfect little haircut, that she really is a damaged person. And I really want to see what they do with that and where they go with that. So that's what I'm excited for, I think, is um, <laughs> crazy ass Emma. <laughs> Although I hope she's happy because she's cute. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I still think she is the moral center of this universe in, in so many ways. Um, so now, what else were we missing in this episode? Uh, we said we were missing Kurt. Yeah, I wish I wish there was some more Kurt. Um, he just, I mean, he had that great opening, during the opening, um, that great line about them being the glitterati, and he feels just like Lady Gaga, <laughs> and that was fabulous. Oh, I wonder if they'll do any Lady Gaga. I hope they do. I love Lady I, Gaga. I don't really know any Lady Gaga songs other than the one she sings. <laughs> in case, uh, for those who don't know me, I am I know musical theater really well. Um <laughs> Other than that, you know, another, let's just, you want to just talk about like some moments that we really love that didn't, sure, to like what we love necessarily play into the plot. Okay. Sounds good. Or we could do what we didn't like. Uh, One, one thing I didn't like, um, so sort of kind of a watch out type thing is there's a, a Rachel, I, I like Rachel. I love Rachel. I, you know, she's, she's great to watch. It, she has one line that she says almost every other episode and it's becoming like for anyone who watches Lost, every other episode a character will say, "Why are you telling me this?" Every other episode, Rachel tells somebody, "I know who I am." Have you ever said that in your life? No. No. <laughs> Have you ever no, said that like every ten minutes to someone? No. No. Yeah. It, it, every time she says it, even though Leia Michelle's a fine actress and delivers it with authority and sometimes even doubt, every time I'm like, oh, yeah. Rachel knows, knows who she Rachel knows is. Rachel knows who she is. Everybody got that good. Uh, so now that was one thing I didn't like. Um, one thing I like, I really liked that the Autistic Children's Center is doing a production of the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I don't know if it's Autistic Children doing Phantom of the Opera or Phantom of the Opera performed for Autistic Kids. Either way, <laughs> that would be a great, like the way The Office does those like web episodes where it's like five minutes of the accountant story. Mm-hmm. I want a quick little five minute of Jesse St. James doing a concert for the homeless 
or um, the Phantom of the Opera as performed by the city's autistic children's <laughs> center. Um, Something you like, Terika? I just, I just love everything about the show, and I, I think it has a sense of humor about itself. And I love when they're when they're doing the recap. I, well, obviously, I love that every week a different character, you know, does the this is, and that's what happens on Glee. <laughs> um, but I love that this one started with. Um, Here's what happened on Glee, just in case you are just out of the prison or live in a cave. Like, yes, and <laughs> so I didn't funny. catch that because I didn't catch it the first yeah. time, and then the second time I was like, oh man, that was crazy. Well, let's also talk about the annoying timing of Glee. Now, 9.28 p.m. to essentially 10.32, yeah. because you can't DVR anything uh, that to end at, at an hour. Yeah. yeah, because one, whoa, 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 what are we doing? We forgot something very important. We did. We did. Now, it was not in that original hour of Glee. Thankfully, oh. me being a smart little <laughs> cookie that I am, I extended my taping to like 10.38. Mm-hmm. Because what happened at like 10.32? Uh, Sylvester broke it down in a Vogue. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It was pretty much what you'd expect. Well, and then well, some- right, just in case you did not set your DVR to record it, they did... Um, the v- basically Madonna's Vogue video, but with Sue Sylvester as as Madonna, as Madonna, and it was great. And she she sang too, right? That was she her did singing. sing. I believe that was her singing. I love Jane Lynch. I love oh, her she's in everything fantastic. she's been in. Yeah. I think she's just great. And I mean, I, again, we we were talking about this off the air, if you will, <laughs> about how good when it comes to television or film, when it comes to singing. You almost can never really trust what you're hearing because obviously there's so much mixing going on. Right. There's so much, you know, any Renee Zellweger sounded great in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, you know, you're not paying buying my cat food to hear her sing. No. Uh, but so you have some actors that clearly can sing and some that you can hear the, the techno-ness in their music. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, Jane Lynch Carried it fine. Vogue is not the most vocally challenging song. Yeah, it's mostly talking. It's mostly talking. Uh, uh, did you catch the random Sue Sylvesterism yes. thrown in there? <laughs> Which was great. Uh, and I didn't, I, I don't think they came until like the end of the yeah, song. Yeah, it was really end. listen carefully. It was when that whole part where it's like um, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean on the cover of a magazine. Yeah. She throws in like, like Sue Will Sylvester <laughs> and something about Will. She, she probably about his hair because his yeah. hair was fucking awful in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, 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 yeah, I didn't like it. I don't have a problem with Will's hair. Uh, okay, listeners, please email us <laughs> at GleeCast, the K, at gmail.com to tell us what you think of Will Schuster's hair. Because I don't know if we're good. Yeah, we want feedback. We do. Send us feedback. Yeah. Oh, and, and when you do, um, let us know if you want us to read it on the air or not. We're used to, um, for those who, who don't know, who, those of you who just like Glee and you're like, wow, there's a GleeCast. We're big podcast fans. And so we're used to many podcasts and the, you know, kind of internet friendship community. Where we want you, to be your friend. We want to be your friend <laughs> with a PH, as I like to say. Um, your yeah. fake friend. Your fake with a PH friend. Yep. PH. So when you send feedback, let us know if it's just like a private, you know, hey, dig what you're doing or hey, hate what you're doing, which would be sad. Yeah, don't send don't us hate on us. Those. Don't send Please. us hate mail. Only Please. send us mail that says you like us, because otherwise we'd probably cry, and that would be sad. Yeah. Well, though we could then sing about it. 
like they do on Glee. <laughs> we could. And then maybe if we had like good recording equipment, we'll find out how good this recording <laughs> equipment is soon, by the way. Um, it can actually sound good. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, something we didn't talk about on Glee that I think you, you kind of couldn't watch this episode without addressing. Mm-hmm. Um, was the lack of puck on this episode. Oh, oh, I wasn't even thinking that. No, I was, I was making a joke because I just love him. Eric has a crush on puck. Um, we found out he is like 26 years old, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm accepting that. For once, I'm not like robbing the cradle. Yeah, because that's the creepy thing. And for so long, I didn't, I should find out how old this guy is from Step Up. Oh, score! He's my age. Oh, okay. and by the way, I found out, um, the other, Glee club member who no one knows his name. His oh, okay. name is um, Matt Rutherford. Matt Rutherford. Yes. That's okay. his character name. Okay. Is he white or black? I, I think he's... I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out if we're racist. He's black. He's sorry. black. Okay. So, yeah, we are. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Harry Shum Jr. was born in 1982, so I'm legally allowed to have a crush on him. That, that makes me... Oh, his birthday is coming up, too. April 28th. Everybody <laughs> wish Harry Shum Jr. <laughs> a happy, happy birthday. birthday. That's right. Um, 28th's a good year. That's right. Uh, oh, but we did... The person... Kind of the, the little character that's becoming a fan favorite, I would say, is Brittany. Oh, my God, yes. She, she's fabulous. I uh, love her so much. She gets I mean, the great lines. She, like... There was a mouse in mine. <laughs> like my theme. I'm going to try that next time I go to a... Uh, You'd have to be wearing a cheerleading uniform. Damn it! I don't think it would work if you weren't. What if I wear a tracksuit like Sol Sylvester? Will that work? Only if your shoes match. I have red shoes. <laughs> and I have brown shoes. Those are all of the shoes I own. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I was watching... I had watched an episode on Hulu and it immediately went to like behind the scenes stuff on Glee. And uh, it was Jane Lynch in her trailer ta- looking at wardrobe, show- showing people wardrobe. And she was like, look at how many tracksuits I have. And then she was like, look at this. And she pulled out a bin and it had like pairs and pairs upon pairs of sneakers in it. And they all matched a different tracksuit. That's fabulous. Like they have a different pair of sneakers See, for, that, for every tracksuit. See, that's Sue Sylvester because if I had the choice, I would wear a tracksuit every day. <laughs> like I'm, it's amazing right now. I'm kind of dressed up. I'm not wearing sweatpants. For me, this is a big thing. Yeah. Um, but I did not know that dolphins are gay sharks. I don't I, know about you. Yeah, I didn't you either. You learn something new every day, and that's what's beautiful about Glee. And Brit. And Brit, yeah. Um, I'm curious, Santana was an interesting... She had a little more to do. I, I'm not sold on her character so much yet. I don't know what they're going to do with her. It's interesting that they're kind of making her the new supervillain. Yeah, because, I mean, Quinn is obviously not a supervillain anymore since she's... She's still a bitch, preggers. but she's now she more sympathetic bitch. lacking in this episode, too. I mean... She, I, but she a had a great of, moment with Puck, though, where Puck tells her he doesn't <laughs> dig fat chicks. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's going to be... Puck. Now that the kind of, like, ridiculous pregnancy storylines are out of the way, I forgot that it may be, actually be exciting when she gives birth. It could be. It, it could be a very interesting direction. <laughs> oh, a new direction, if you will. <laughs> the other day I was watching an episode of Veronica Mars from season three, and it was a classroom scene, and all of a sudden this girl raises her hand, this little blonde girl, and asks a question. And my boyfriend and I looked at each other, and we were like, is that Quinn Fabray? And was it was. It? She was on an episode of Veronica Score. Mars. And it was really funny, and that was my story. I, I actually like her. I think, um, I think she, she's a great little actress. She, she is, because she start. if you think of last season, we're backtracking, she starts out as just the stereotypical blonde mm-hmm. cheerleading queen but and she's always a bitch like she's she's a, a mean little little girl 
but you really do care you, about you her. You feel for her. Like, the, the episode where she tells her parents that she's pregnant, like, you feel bad for you her. You really do. When she shows up at, at, you know, with Quinn and and they go to ask his mom if she could stay there. Like, she just looks so sad. And yeah. Pathetic. Like, you, there's no reason to like her. She's mean to yeah. all the characters you like. Even after stuff happens to her and you think that she'd now be open and will be nice to people. Nope. No, she's mean. She's that girl in high school that you don't like. Yeah. But I think her she has a really good presence and plays it really well where you do like you're just your heart breaks for her quite often. Um, I love that uh, Sue Sylvester taught cheerleading to a young Sarah Palin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just and I, I wonder if that was an improv line. We don't know, obviously. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised just because Chain Lynch is fantastic. She's great. Um, one of, one of my low points. I know we we're jumping all over the place. Excuse us. Maybe one day we'll be organized. Yeah, we'll maybe. be organized eventually. Um, just one of the things I thought is that I hope that the Will and Emma relationship doesn't become the Jim and Pam and the Ross and Ooh. Rachel and like I just I don't. I don't think they need to do that. I don't want them to go back and forth and back and forth. And they're on and they're off and they're off and they're on. Like, they don't need to do that. And I understand how it was this episode because they were kind of doing the dual storyline and mimicking the kids' relationships. And, like, that all made a lot of sense. But I just hope it doesn't continue because that would drive me crazy. I can see that. I can see that. I'd say the same for you know the, the Rachel Finn could, could easily yeah. become that on a on a different level. But I feel like it's it's a little different for them because they're kids and it's kind of expected. Right, they can all rotate they can, partners yeah. anyway, and yeah. it's more acceptable than it. Obviously, it's acceptable either way because it's it's on television. But I feel like it's a little bit more acceptable for the kids, and it would drive me crazy if they do it with the adults again. Like, I'd agree. Um, well, I think now that Adina's there, there's sort of, there's that potential. Right. Um, but I mean, <laughs> I hate Well, now th- let's talk about, we should talk about the trailer for next week, the preview. I don't, I don't know that I got to see it. Okay. Well, we know that next week is it's the Madonna. faded Madonna episode. Yes. Now, I'm guessing Vegas odds are about 99 to 1 that Emma will sing Like a Virgin. <laughs> uh, I I can't imagine how they can't do it. However, again, I'm sure they'll find a way to do it interestingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you do after Moulin Rouge did it with Jim Broadbent singing it operatically? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm. It, they kind of made it look next week as if the two of them have are back into romantic mode. I don't know. Like I, like you said, I also am not ready for that. I'm ready for yeah. Will to be on his own. I'm ready yeah. for Emma to have a different storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think she can easily hold one. We, we don't know where that will go. I I would like to hear... No, I don't want another Acafellas because, as we were saying, I think that's probably the worst episode of, of the show thus mm-hmm. far. But I want... Ken Tanaka to come to have a bit of a song. <laughs> I don't see why not. He's, again, one of those sad characters that I'm sure has something to say. Who went all Jessica Simpson? He went totally Jessica Simpson. Maybe <sighs> now he'll do a television show about what it means to be beautiful. Perhaps. That would be great. I'd watch it. would it. be. And then he could, like, I don't know who she's dating now. I was going to say he could date Bam Mangara, but uh, that was back when she was no longer, like... <laughs> Going Jessica Simpson. That was back when she was, like, accepted by the public and people liked her. Um, uh, Edina, now... Oh, that's she, what I was going to say before, is... I, how long... Like, I hate to pull it out of, like, the Glee world and put it in the real world where we have to, like, face facts, but how long is she signed on for? How many episodes is she signed on for? I don't know. Is that, like, a plausible path for them to take for her and Will to start a relationship? And, you know, have that be... 
because that couldn't go over well with the Glee Club. Like, now are they going to turn around and have the, the kids? Now it's like, Romeo and Juliet yeah. and Romeo and Juliet's parents yeah. having an affair, if you will. It's kind of dirty. That's a good question. I, I don't recall how many episodes she signed on for. I don't know for. either. That's a very good question. I... I think, I imagine that the second part of this episode, obviously it has to end at regionals. That's going to be right. the point they're going to get to. So I would assume she's here until regionals. Whether she's I would hope contracted so. for every episode, I don't know. I mean, she's an actor that, she hasn't actually done anything. She's done stage shows since Wicked, but I don't think she's been in any, you know, six-month, year Broadway runs. Mm-hmm. She was doing concerts, both her own concerts and uh, other musical concerts. So she may have an open schedule. She may Perhaps. be here. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth, on the other hand, is currently on Broadway uh, in a show, Promises, Promises. I've heard good things about it. It's with the guy from Will and Grace. I don't know anything about <laughs> it, really. But so she is supposed to also come back this season. Is she not? Is she? I've, I've heard she was. I don't know. I, heard I didn't she hear was. that. I don't know that's a rumor. Oh, I we heard. We were talking earlier yeah. about that um, supposedly in the gossip world <laughs> of Glee. Thanks now, to Miss Lisa. Thanks to our dear friend Lisa. Um, Filled us in. That now, as musical fans probably know, Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth were both in the Broadway musical Wicked. They were both amazing in it. Uh, and they started out as friends, and they duetted beautifully in the show. And then they both got nominated for the Tony Award for Best Actress. And supposedly there was like all this drama that they both <laughs> wanted to win it. And Kristen Chenoweth had only signed on to do Glee if she could be like almost guaranteed a Tony Award. But you know, it kind of became Adina's show, and it's really more you mean about Wicked. Um, Wicked. What did I say? You said Glee. I said she signed on to to Wicked because they kind of guaranteed her a Tony. Right, because it was a showy role right. and everything else. And, of course, as fate would have it, Idina Menzel won the Tony Award. Uh, that they don't get along now is what rumor has it. Yeah, so they both kind of said, um, well, it's in Idina's contract that she will not appear on an episode with Kristen Chenoweth. Which is so sad. Which is so sad. I really hope that's just like one of those... Um, rumors. What was the, the rumor? It's like, wah, wah. Yeah, because <laughs> you... Again, it's like, how do you put two, not just two great singers and performers, but two women that have proven to have such a great Great vocal chemistry together and to have them like in the same place and to not sing. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like how, if you ever watch the show Oz, Oz was, among other things, filled with, you know, prison rape and some (laughs) really great stuff and men like pooping on each other's faces. It was, you got to watch Oz. Uh, you also had like this weird assembly of musical actors. You had B.D. Wong, you had Rita Moreno, you had Betty Buckley, uh, you had um, Lauren Velez from Dexter, who used to be a Fosse dancer. You had this amazing assortment of Broadway caliber performers, and you're always just. They actually did do a musical episode in the last season. It was fabulous. But the whole series, you just really wanted them to just break out and sing. And it's the same. With Glee, and especially yeah. since the nature of the show is singing, singing, and dancing, and you stuff, think they would do it. Um, should we talk about like the most exciting thing in the world, and that's supposed to happen on Glee this season with a certain guest star and a certain guest director? Um, Mr. NPH, directed by Mr. Joss Whedon. Like, like I, my head is going to explode. I, I don't even know what I'm going to do that week. I'm, I'm like not going to be able to contain myself. That's just kismet. 
It it is, and it it's is. it's almost hard to believe because usually it's it's the fan fiction. It's when you say like. Yeah. Man, I I'd I, love to see this person directed by this person yeah, in the show. Totally, and that's what it is, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It is. I saw behind the scenes stuff from it, and and MPH's Neil Patrick Harris's character's name is uh, Brian. I just call him Pat. Personally, it's, it's Brian Ryan. Is his character name, and he's like Will's rival from high school, right? I don't know. I don't know that much. Oh, more. that's the story I heard. Was that he plays. Uh, back in the days of their Glee Club, him and Will were classmates. That's very And he exciting. got all the solos. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So it's like Rachel Mercedes. Kind of, but Rachel... They kind of get along. They do, but they shouldn't. If I were Mercedes, I would hate yeah, Rachel so much. We were... Because I was thinking about this when we were, um, were listening to it earlier. I can't remember which song it was. But there was one song where I'm listening to it and I'm thinking... Why is Rachel singing it? Why wouldn't Mercedes be like, yeah, well, I'm Rachel's that the too. star. I know, but mm, the same. star. They should have a duet. They've never really had a good duet. No, There's they so haven't. few great. Not that, that's, that's maybe a question for a future question of the week, which we'll get to soon, is what is a great female duet you'd like to see the two of them sing? Because I think, I mean, definitely they're the best, along with uh, Matthew Morrison, who's also a Broadway mm-hmm. performer. The two of them, Leia Michelle and. Name Mercedes uh, Amber. She doesn't look like an Amber. Amber something, isn't it? Maybe. Wait, it's Maybe. in front of me. It's in front of me. Give me two seconds. Right. Amber Riley. Amber Riley. Um, I I would love to have the two of them have like a full out diva off. Diva off. <laughs> I mean, they like the didn't they have like a diva fake off? diva off? They had a diva off for well for Kurt and Rachel. Yeah, yeah, but I want like together. No, yeah, because so many. There, yeah, I mean the the songs are always fine, but it, they come to light. You you think of like you go karaoke. It's fun to karaoke by yourself, but you know when you sing with someone else. It, it's it, just it so goes to another level. More special, right? It, it goes to like the level of lounge singing when you've got a good partner. You know, that's when you should be draped over a piano, and somebody else should be draped over that piano, and you should be fighting over who should be on the piano because pianos probably can't hold that much weight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about this too much. No, not at all. Not really. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, do I dare say that um, we are now engorged with Venom and Triumph? I hope so. I think we are. I I am engorged. Uh, I'm always engorged with Venom. Usually Triumph. I feel pretty triumphant that, you know, first podcast in the books. We survived. Let's hope this recorded. I, I am pretty sure. I'm looking at the waveforms. I think it's recording. Okay. The waveforms wave are a good thing. Um, yeah, I think we kind of... Well, let's let's give um, our our big now. We said we would we'd like feedback. If hey, you yeah, know, you feedback. have a computer, you're, um, you obviously have a computer because you're listening to this. So why not? We're totally prompting you. We're we're giving you a question to answer for your. That's feedback. right. If you think like I'd like to email, but Erica I have and Emily, to say. I have nothing to say. Well, you're, we're going to give you something to say right now. That's right. Um, we want to know which artist you would like to see performed for an entire epi- for an entire Glee episode. Right now, next, next week we get Madonna. Yeah. Let's say you know an episode this season or next season. Who is another artist or band that you think Glee could make a whole episode using their music? Now, this is going to be an almost impossible question for me because, um, as we said, uh, my first instinct was Weird Al because I thought it was a cheat because then I could use a bunch of different songs. Nope. Um, 
but I will think really hard and try to have an answer that doesn't embarrass me as somebody who doesn't listen to music. Yeah, listen and to if podcasts, you want to, I don't listen to music. If you want to take it for, further, tell us, you know, what songs you'd like to see which characters sing. Ooh, I think that yeah, would be really interesting yeah. too. Um, you can also choreograph it if you'd like. Um, except no one will be able to see it. Just just take you, a video. No, and you can give us directions. Us. We can perform it. We can <laughs> tell you we performed it. Uh, we can read out loud your choreography. Yes, I'm sure uh, I can make my cats perform it. That would be and good. I could film that it, put it on YouTube, and enjoyable. then I'm sure I'd be a celebrity up there with um, um, lightsaber kid. The lightsaber kid, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so now, where uh, people can find us, we don't. We maybe we'll have a website by the time this goes up. We haven't figured that we don't out. Know. Yet. We'll let you know. Follow yeah, us yeah. on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter for now, Erica. How do people follow you? At um, at Erica's name. It's E R I C A S N A M E. And you're just gonna have to, you know, request me. But I'll accept you. Yeah, so. Erica's set to private because she's not special like oh, that. Just because I don't want my boss to be like, why is she tweeting all day? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Snob. <laughs> just like Quinn for Bray pregnant cheerleader i'm not a pregnant cheerleader yeah how do we follow you what she said uh you would follow me at um deadly dolls which is spelled exactly how you think it is but if you can't spell um d-e-a-d-l-y-d-o-l-l-s uh because there's more than one of me perhaps in another universe um, you can also, if you have any interest in my other passion, which is horror movies and writing about horror movies, you can uh, follow my blog and read my blog where I write about horror movies that have nothing to do. Excuse me, my cat is scratching my <laughs> television box, which I thought was a great yeah. idea to use a scratching box. That if you hear anything, that is a uh, Joplin getting very angry that she can't speak because I'm sure she has something to say. Uh, but yes, deadlydollshouse.blogspot.com. We have about a thousand friends and and friends. I, they're not and my foes yet. No foes. I'm sure there's somebody that hates me out there in the world. It's okay. Not, we don't have to talk to them. It's just true. just tons of people who you know have offered help or help that we love you guys. We love them all. Um, the the probably the one person who did give us direct help because the person who Erica happened to be online when she was yeah. asking for help the one person who's on Skype was, was Jamie. Jamie is over at the uh, Gore Press Gorecast. Uh, Gore Press <laughs> Gorecast again. Um, horror movies. I am going to try really hard to put on my blog a link to all of the podcasts I listen to because there are so many yeah. great ones. Um, Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema, Outside, Outside the, the Cinema, cinema show, show Show. There's there's about a hundred, and I, I don't want to even say any more because V Cinema. I'm afraid I'll forget many of our friends who we love. We've all offered help, and they're great. Yeah, you you guys know who you are that offered us help. Yes, and, and we, we love you all, and we're totally going to celebrate you, you in, in so. many ways and uh, <laughs> many ways. <But> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Whatever that means. What are you signing know. me up for? I don't know if I want to do this. Oh, you already signed your soul over to me when you um, gave me the microphone platform to talk about the stuff so thank you for now <laughs> we love you people who actually listen and to us whoever you are that's how sue sees it